Hello again and welcome to another edition of Snapbacks and Beards. Your favourite lads from TikTok, it is undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, joined by J.E. Wrestle Talk and that wrestling guy, Stu. How are you doing, lads? Very well. How are you getting on? Are we all good? Yeah, all good here. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I cannot complain, boys. I'm ready to talk all things Elimination Chamber. Brilliant. So before we get into the Chamber predictions themselves, we'll just recap a couple of things in regards to matches that took place on a row which led to this. So obviously the two Street Profits were in qualifying matches. See, uh, Dawkins was against Damien Priest. Montez Ford was against Elias. One of them got in, the other one didn't. Of course, we know which one got in. Montez Ford and Damien Priest uh, took the place in the Elimination Chamber as well. And we also had a brief thing. Asuka did have a match against Chelsea Green, and that was Asuka's first match back since the new character change. So uh, what do we think of that? I feel like Chelsea Green actually didn't destroy it, but Chelsea Green was on top for quite a while, and then Asuka just turned it over and destroyed it. But um, Corey Graves certainly enjoyed it. It's been quite a weird return so far for Chelsea Green because... Mm-hmm. She obviously she she came back and lasted about three seconds in the rumble, um, and then obviously has has had this match with with Oscar. But in a way, I feel like it has still been quite successful to sort of get her over. I think the rumble bit did actually probably get her over just as much as if she'd stayed in the rumble for like a significant period of time, just for how it seems that they want to develop this sort of this character for for her, I suppose. I don't think it's as necessarily as as doom and gloom as, you know, she was locked out of the Rumble real quick, then lost to Asuka. Um, obviously, we're recording on a Monday night, so whether she does anything this evening on on Raw, we, we'll, we'll find out. Well, she had the uh, the tag match, didn't she, on SmackDown as well with uh, Sonya Deville against um, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, yes. that's right. And uh, yeah, that was a, a almost a bit of a squash match. I think they they more had like were trying to prove that her and Sonia couldn't gel together. But I think you called it Johnny, didn't you? When you said that she was coming back as a bit of a Karen, and uh, yes, and that's exactly what we're seeing. That is um, exactly what we're seeing. And the, the comedy the milk, value about the cut. Yeah, it's honestly uh, it's one of those characters that I think will become popular because yeah. she is doing it very well. Yeah, agreed. Oh yeah, she she um she totally is, and I I liked uh, where she went to Adam Pearce on Raw and said, uh, "Are you the general manager?" And then went to him on SmackDown and said, "Can I speak to the SmackDown manager?" And he's like, "Still, still me, still same me. person, same person." So, for for the comedy uh, the comedy value, I think it's definitely there, and I, I am I'm enjoying it. I can't say I'm not because I am I am enjoying it. She's, she's always been very good in uh, TNA. She was Laurel Van Ness when she was this uh, bride who was left at the altar. And then she went yeah. mental. You know, the makeup never changed, never changed the dress. She was, like, absolutely devastated from that event. And, like, she's always been very good at these characters. So I think um, I would like to see her on the TV regularly because uh, she she's definitely very good at it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I do totally agree. Yeah. And then on SmackDown, speaking of the women's division, she's back, lads. Ronda Rousey made a return. Um, at first, I was like, See, I told you they're going to fight Shayna at WrestleMania because, you know, she basically, Shayna was um, criticised 
for being always in Ronda's shadow. And then Shayna wasn't having that. It's like, no, I'm not in Ronda's shadow. And then Ronda, of course, comes out. And we kind of expect, for some reason, Ronda decides, hey, what was that you said? And then she still ends up being friends with her. Maybe there's still a WrestleMania match there, but um, at the moment, they're still partners. That that feels like if there's going to be a Mania match, see, a, a Mania match between them two, I think, would be really good, but it's going to be a very, very quick, rushed build if they do it now. Um, but having said that, do I want to see an almost year-long slow build for them to fight at next year's Mania? which I think would be painful. I think that would be too long of a build for them too. So are we going to get a rushed build for them to fight at this year's Mania or potentially have it slow burn for a long, like, you know, for next year's Mania, which would probably be too long. But I do think it's a match that done properly would be a a calibre of that. I mean, whether could they drag it out to SummerSlam maybe, potentially? I think I so. Know, I've, I I think what are we sort of like six six weeks away from Mania? Yep. I think they could build a because they've got the history there together with the friendship. I think you could get quite a decent feud out of that in in six weeks. Personally, you'd have um, to turn quick though. One of them would have to turn quick. You wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't want it to get three weeks. You know, three weeks time. They still haven't done it. If it's going to happen, it needs to happen soon. I, I would a hundred percent book Shayna as the face going in. Yeah, I would have Ron Ronda be the one that turns, and I, I would just want Shayna to kick her ass because I have to apologise to the Ronda Rousey fans, but I do not care for this woman. Mm-hmm. Just... There was someone who I think at WrestleMania 35, I kind of got the hype. Her promo skills were terrible, but I was like, yeah, she's a box office star. Everyone knows who she is, and I did like that run. And then I was quite. I was happy to see when she came back initially, but then after a year of her being full time, it's made us realise, uh, yeah, you're, you're just not that good at this, are you? So, um, as an attraction, I, like I think, a Lesnar sort th- of character, it worked. But I, I think we've, I think we've touched upon it before. I think Rousey is one of those. If you put her, if you put Rousey in a match with a Charlotte Flair, or a Becky Lynch, probably even a Bailey, someone like that, she would get a a half decent to a decent match because someone else could lead Ronda to having a good match. But we saw what happened when Ronda had a match with someone like Shotzi, who couldn't lead the match either. And I don't think it was a particularly great match. And I would probably say the same happened with Liv Morgan. It was it was a fine match, but neither one of them particularly led the other very well, and it it kind of fell a bit flat compared to other matches that she's had. I wish I had a match with Alexa. I can't remember how it went. Um, of course, against Nia Jax, um, and none of them have been like must see matches. Put it yeah. that way. So, no, I, I agree. I can't ever recall back to one of her matches and think, oh my God, that was like a box office classic. That's going to, in in 10 years' time, we're still going to be talking about that match. But she's not she's not done anything noteworthy. I know you, you just compared her to, to Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar-esque, but like she's not, she's not broken the streak of the under... Like she's not... Yeah, I don't know. She's 
She's not. She's not. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, uh, to compare them is uh, it's a stretch. I, mean, I guess for the side of, like, they both worked in UFC, so they're both legit fighters. That's pretty much where the comparison stops. But, yeah, you know, she, she thinks in her mind that she's on his level, um, which is one of the problems, I think. Her ego is, um, you know, she loses, then she leaves for, like, six months. So we could do this Elimination Chimper weekend. So before we get to the Elimination Chamber predictions, what's your favourite one? Can you have a, do you have a favourite Elimination Chamber? Is, is, it, is it the hipster view to just go, the first one was the best one? Do you know what? You kind of took the words out of my mouth. Well, not the hipster view, but I was <laughs> thinking, is it, the, is it the first one? Is the first one the best one? I mean, it was it's obviously one fantastic. It's more stuff. There was, yeah. I, and I do think there's been a few chambers where they've kind of, in a way, sort of like some of the rumbles, the chambers themselves might not necessarily have been that bad, but they've had the wrong winner or something has happened in it, which has just meant it, you know, like I look back at the, was it maybe the second one potentially where Triple H won? And he yes. was uh, where he beat Goldberg, and he didn't need to beat Goldberg because Triple H was carrying a bit of an injury. So Goldberg could have yep. just come in, destroyed everyone, won the title, and took it off and injured Triple H. But he didn't want to do that. So I like I just sort of think, did that does that kind of impact it? Because again, it's not a bad not a bad match, but the wrong winner kind of kind of impacts mm -hmm. how you feel about it. But I I think for me, I would probably go the first one. I think, I think for me, men's I would go OG. Women's I would go the one where Shayna absolutely destroyed. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the um, two thousand five New Year's Revolution. It was a very good one where Triple H won, but there was more of a story there. It was dissension amongst Evolution. Um, they had Edge was, was that when Orton Orton hit the RKO on Batista and Triple H got up but then sat back down, didn't he? Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 I recall. Yeah. Then uh, the year after, it was. Uh, I really enjoyed that one because it was totally different. They had um, basically new competitors. Cena was in it. Kurt Angle was in it. Then you had Sean and Kane. Then you had Carlito and Chris Masters. And I remember the line that the Chris uh, Carlito used, where he was like, "Me and Chris should team up because at least at the end of the night, guarantees new blood would be WWE champion." Of course, it ends up being Edge who cashes in. And it still is new blood who becomes WWE champion. I always thought that was a great little moment. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. But then also Edge himself, I don't know what year it was. It was 2009, I think. He was the WWE champion going into it. He got pinned in the first two minutes and got eliminated. He then was that when he then took out Kofi? In the second one. Yes. Yeah. Poor old Kofi. He gets wiped out and then he enters the second one and wins that. So what yeah. year... I know that you'll you'll probably know this, Johnny. You you might know as well, Stu. But I know Johnny's pretty hot on his his years of what happened. What year was it where Undertaker got burnt by the py pyro on his way down? Twenty eleven? No, it was I want to say twenty eleven, but I don't think it was twenty ten. Not bad. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. that was the year after that. That was uh, oh, what a moment. Oh. Mm. You, uh, I was that. just, just like, I just hope I never see him again. Uh, yeah, so the, I remember the Undertaker was like, uh, just make sure whoever that whoever the pyro guy is is out the arena before I get backstage. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, so it's the fear that was the chamber match. Was that the one where Tate it start one of them? Did it start on end? Both with Taker and Batista. That was a decent chamber match. There was one. There was one where Taker and Batista were the last two. Um, I always thought Taker and Batista had quite good chemistry together, um, and I mm. remember that being being quite decent. But yeah, still, still OG for me. I think. Yeah, I'm going to say 2002 as well. But, um, there has been some absolute classic chamber matches. I think after the new design, the matches have become a little bit less uh, memorable. And I realise they've got to protect themselves, but you know the cage just doesn't look anywhere near as threatening now as it used to. Mm. Um, but again, I understand safety. Um, but yes, the elimination chambers have all been quite memorable over the years. So this year they we have, have only been. four matches. I mean, we do have two more events beforehand. At the moment, we've only got four matches to talk to, talk about, which is um, a bit worrying. There's no women's title match yet. But for uh, oh well, Charlotte does have a defense against Rhea, so whether they feature in tonight's show, I'm not sure yet, but we'll see. Uh, well, Charlotte anyway, Rhea is involved in a match with the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley against Edge and Beth Phoenix. How do we see this going? I mean, Beth Phoenix and Edge should win, but then at the same time, that damages Rhea Ripley going into WrestleMania if she doesn't win. But so could, I... could could they do? Could because I I feel that they're gonna they're gonna blow off this whole Judgment Day Edge feud. This whole thing will finish with uh, Edge versus Finn at Mania, which I think Finn will win, so that Edge can put over a younger talent at Mania. So does Edge pin Finn? the chamber i don't think Rhea should be taking a pin going into mania i don't think that should be happening i actually think it's personally i but i know not to go against anything Stu says because he predicts it and it happens <laughs> however i am <laughs> um, i think that edge and finn does happen at mania i've, I've read rumors that it's going to be hell in a cell but i think edge actually wins at mania and i think at the elimination chamber I think Rhea pins Beth. And I think Judgment Day win at Elimination Chamber. But I if, think if I'm completely honest, this, this is probably the match that, I, out of the four that we've got to talk about, this is probably the one that I'm the most, like, torn about an answer for. Because I, mm -hmm. I can see it I can see it going going either way. Um, but what obviously what you've just said does make a lot of sense and it closes off because we're probably not we haven't now got another chance for a big blow off between beth and Rhea. because if it happens on the throwaway episode of raw it's not really gonna make much difference mm -hmm. so yeah could Rhea just pin beth get that out of the way and then and mania with that as well Rhea has pinned a female legend on her route to the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my prediction is Judgment Day win at Chamber. Mm. Do you know I what, Johnny? You've convinced me. 
I agree. Mm-hmm. You've convinced me. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Be- I'm not gonna bet against Mammy, and I will also go. I will. I will also go for a Judgment Day win. You've. You've convinced me. I'm also going Judgment Day win. Um, I think that something will happen where Edge gets pinned because of interference from Dominic or something, and that pretty much sets up a Hell in a Cell match with Finn because he's sick of interference. Very, very, want you know. Wrestling storyline 101, but Edge is good at doing that. So set him up for a match where Hell in a Cell happens at WrestleMania. Have um, maybe Dominic comes and interferes, then Ray comes down, and there's that drama as well. Will he hit him? Will he not? And then he does set up another match at WrestleMania between them two. Obviously, there's still weeks to go, so maybe that will happen on Raw. But I think something will happen where interference shenanigans cost um, Edge and Beth Phoenix the win. Helping out with that match for WrestleMania. So, Judgment Day. So, that's a, 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 a three-peat for Judgment Day there on that one. Yeah. Um, either we... all getting a point or none of us. Yeah. What we so should have done is kept a tally for the year. That's what we should That's what we should do. Yes, that's what we'll yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. We'll start off with the Men's Elimination Chamber because it's for the United States Championship. The champion Austin Theory... Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damien Priest, and Montez Ford. Who are we going for here? Are we going for a new champion, or is it going to be Theory retaining? As much as it pains me to say, because Seth freaking Rollins. But (laughs) I do think Theory will retain. And it looks like from... um, what you guys have been saying, what people online have been saying, what I've been reading, it does look like they're probably going to try and go for Theory Cena at Mania for the US title. And like you said, Johnny, he keeps saying the champ is here. And if that's not calling out Cena, then I don't know what is. So as much as I'd love Seth to win, I wouldn't mind if Montez Ford won. Um, I don't really understand why Bronson Reed's in the match. Um, I wouldn't really want johnny gargano to win i wouldn't be i'd like it if damian priest won but i think theory is going to retain okay what do you think Stu? yeah and is is, is this gonna be a is this gonna be a podcast because i thought this was going to be the match where we all had all picked different uh different winners um but i am also going to agree and think it will be austin theory i i I can't make serious arguments in my head for any other logical outcome other than if they wanted to go down the Logan Paul getting a title shot against Seth Rollins at Mania option. But I I don't think that that needs it. I think it makes much more sense for it to be Theory and Cena. Um, again, I, would, I wouldn't have an issue with Damian Priest winning it. Um, mm-hmm. I think... Potentially, if they went down that route, could they then go, you know, Balor beats Edge at Mania, Rhea beats uh, Charlotte at Mania, and you have a Judgment Day clean sweep at Mania? That could, could possibly be be something. Um, but, yeah, and again, you know, I, you know, you both know I love Johnny Gargano, but that just seems a bit too far-fetched and a swerve for the sake of a swerve at the minute. Mm-hmm for that so yeah i would i would go with theory he's he was my when we talked about it previously so i'm gonna go for something different because 
WWE love to, as you said there, you literally hit the nail on the head with shock factor basically for no reason. And um, I'm going to go for that. I'm going to... I feel like Austin Theory, as I mentioned, Edge getting eliminated early in the last... Uh, in one of the re- re- previous ones. I'm going to say that's going to happen to Theory. Where he's up against someone who he doesn't take seriously. Let's say Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling rolls him up. He's out. And then they've got a new champion, which will be Damian Priest. <laughs> nice. But also, they do play hot potato with this title, so he could easily win it back before WrestleMania. And then that also means he's a three-time champion, and they love talking about the numbers. So, Well, um, and this is what I was just thinking. I was thinking it as I was saying it, and as you boys were saying it as well. I am, sti- am going to stick with Theory to, to retain. But if Theory does retain and then goes to fight John Cena at WrestleMania for the United States Championship. I'm assuming Theory's going to win that match because what John Cena's not going to be the United States Champion again. No. But one, one, how does Theory beat John Cena? How does he beat a 16-time world champion? And two, they really do think he's some big, big deal for the future if they're going to let him beat John Cena. Yeah, yes. but then could could they do, you know, for for that one night where it kind of blows up the internet for a little bit, could Cena beat Theory and then do the John Cena open challenge on Raw and Theory just come out and beat him via shenanigans or something? Because, again, then... Theory becomes champion again. He beats John Cena, but Cena doesn't lose at Mania. I don't know, but I don't know. But I just i I think they do see Theory as a big deal, but and I think they I think they want to shine the spotlight on him and put him in these situations. And is there much of a a bigger fish to put him in the pond with? I suppose. Mm. That is very true. He's on the way to retirement, Cena, and you know he won't. You will do that past the torch moment because he still does have that old school vibe about him in that sense of passing the torch mm-hmm. on. And he said yeah. that he is a big fan of Austin Theory. So, does Everson want to pass the torch on to, who probably can see shades of him inside him? You know, Theory looks like a movie star as it is. Um, then this is the place to do it. You know, again the transition from wrestling to Hollywood. That's what Cena did. So how fitting would it be that Hollywood is where he not officially retires? I don't think he'd ever don't think he'll do that, but pretty much more or less does by getting beat up with off uh, Austin Theory. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Good so Damien Priest so, for uh, me and two for Austin Theory, is that correct? Yeah. That's correct, yeah. Okay. We're gonna have Ronda. Sorry, not Ronda. No, definitely not. We're going to have Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown. For <laughs> <laughs> the SmackDown Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair for the second time at WrestleMania. Hopefully, well, just do. We are going to see a different outcome this time. Outcome it's a different time. outcome. Yes. So that means that Bianca Belair currently doesn't have an opponent. So who's it going to be? We have Asuka, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania 39. 
So, who are we going for in this one? I'm gonna say now. I want. I I'm trying to go first on all of these because I don't want to feel like I'm copying Stu's answers to to get the results. So <laughs> I will jump in there first again quickly and just say, I'm gonna say Oscar. I'm gonna say that Oscar wins this match because I just feel I do. The only other person I could see winning the chamber would be Raquel Rodriguez, but I think for a WrestleMania in Hollywood that Oscar has to be there and is more of the draw to face Bianca Belair. So for that reason, nothing against Carmella, Liv Morgan, Natalia, and who's the other person? Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, um, I I can't see any of them winning it, but mm-hmm. yeah, for the for the draw alone at WrestleMania, I'm going to say that Oscar wins this match. Okay. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to go Liv Morgan um, because she's become a bit of a hardcore women's wrestler in the last year or so. This should be a match which she thrives in. Was shown to be resilient as what the Royal Rumble. As she loves using weapons, this is like a playground to her. So I'm going to say Liv Morgan to get the win here. And you know we've had Rhea fight for the other brand's title. I see Liv Morgan doing the same thing. Well, where do I start here? Um, I I was also torn between Raquel Rodriguez and Asuka. But just just as we've been we've been talking and we've mentioned a few other things happening at a chamber match and stuff like that. And for some reason I don't know why, but I look at all the people in it and I look at I look at what happened on SmackDown just recently with Natalia. Do we see a Ronda Rousey or a Shayna Baszler attack Natalia on the way out and take her place in the pod and win it. Oh, that's interesting. Ronda hasn't faced Bianca yet. Do do we see I hope something? Not. No, I, hope I, not. I don't. I don't want to see that. But I'm I'm just thinking if if I look at the people in that match, Nikki Cross is a bit of an odd one to have in there, and I, I would say Natalia is as well. And we saw them to attack Natalia. SmackDown just gone. Is that something that they could they could do? Um, but I'm I'm gonna go just so it doesn't look like we're all copying. We're all going to copy each other. I'm gonna go for Raquel Rodriguez this time over Asuka. Um, I think Raw is hopefully, if everything goes to plan, lose its powerhouse or one of its powerhouses, over to SmackDown when Rhea wins at, at Mania. So are they going to replace her with another powerhouse in the form of, of Raquel Rodriguez? So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Raquel. You've um, you've put a thought in my head now by saying about um, Shayna and Ronda attacking... Um... Or do they take out Natalia and Nikki? Take them both out and both go in the match? Well... See, this is where I was going to go. Do they, like you said, do they take out one, but then do they squabble who is going in the chamber out of the two of them? And is that where we start to see the heat build for the Mania yeah. match? 
or do do they take out two people? I don't know. Could they like attacking Raquel? Do they take out Raquel and Natalia and take those two spots? And then is it left to them two at the end to yeah. face off against each other? But no, I I do like that idea. But I'll I'll stick I'll stick with Oscar. But I can definitely see that happening because it does feel like well, she's just come back, so she'll have to. She's got to come back for a reason. Yeah. Yes. I did. Yes. So that's um, our predictions there. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, and Asuka. Um, do you think Asuka and, uh, well, whoever wins this match, do you think that's on first? Or do we think that the SmackDown Women's Championship is the main event of the two? The Raw, women, Raw Women's Championship. I, th- yeah. I think that the, that the Rumble winner should main event. Yeah, I think it has to be because, but yeah, because it's the because Rio won the Rumble. I think that has to be the main event of the two. Yeah. So, do we think night one main event is Rio against Charles? It should be. Whether it, it will be or be. not. Yeah, I don't know. Like last year, they had um, KO the KO show as the main event, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and would some would something like Seth versus Logan be a bigger draw for them? Or Visually. theory versus Cena, like theory even. versus Cena, yeah. Or the hell, the hell in a cell match, Edge versus Balor could main event, yeah. couldn't it? Yeah. So, so, so many. A lot we of obviously options. know what the main event of night two. Is. We obviously know what the main event of night two is going to be. But yeah, main, yes. main event night one is uh, is up for discussion. I think. So that moves us on nicely to the main event. And before we get to the prediction for that match, the uh, promo on Raw between Cody Rhodes. And Paul Heyman, what do we make of that? Some people saying the best promo in uh, history of Raw. I'm not sure if I go that far because I'll have to think properly about. Is it? It was very, very good. But where, what do we think of that? Paul, Paul Heyman is a, a microphone, microphone wielding PR God. genius, isn't he? He just mm. is. He's yeah. just fantastic. Um, and I think if there was ever, because I, I personally don't don't necessarily agree with this, but you know, I've seen a lot online, and we spoke about it in a previous podcast about Cody. What happens when the fans start to turn on Cody and 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 stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Heyman has just put him over as such a baby face in that one promo. Like it was, yeah, yeah. Um, unbelievably good unbelievably good i mean it's all it's it's one of those that potentially someone with lesser mic skills that could come off as just a very cheap easy way to draw draw a bit of heat but Heyman mm. just does it spectacularly yeah I, yeah um... i think the um the the whole Heyman thing with what he said about Cody Rhodes being Dusty's favourite son and Roman is the son he always wanted. There is another son that uh, Dusty Rhodes has and it would be nice if somehow Tony Khan and WWE could come to an agreement to let Dustin Rhodes appear in the build-up to WrestleMania because, again, he's said he's his favourite son when he does literally have another son. Um some kind of blessing from Dustin to say, yes, he did prefer, you did actually have a favourite and it was you, Cody, or something like that. But yeah. it would be nice to have 
rather than just like forget there is somebody else that Dusty used to literally team with as well. Um, and they just seem to be brushing over that. <laughs> yeah, but again, are they kind of creatively handcuffed to what they can and can't go over, mm. obviously, with, with Dustin being in AW? Yeah. Yeah, I um I thought the promo was great. Um I like you said, I, I don't know if it's the best of all time, but um it was all it was all Paul Heyman. The promo if Paul Heyman wasn't involved in that promo, it wouldn't have been what it was. And I do like the fact that we've got Roman versus Cody at WrestleMania, but they haven't actually squared off they've not been in the same room as each other since he's won the rumble and i quite like that and i'm wondering if they can do that almost all the way up until mania and still they'll have a contract signed yeah they'll have the contract signing the week before because they have to do that but i wonder yeah. if that contract signing is the first time that they do meet i would quite yes. i'd quite like that Keep to be them the apart. Case. yeah yeah well if well obviously cody It'll be it'll appear on every single show that he can because he does you know he loves it. So at the end of the night, if the result happens that we're probably all going to predict does happen, he probably will, you know, square off with them then. Or maybe um, he tries to help out Sammy when he's getting overwhelmed with people attacking him or something. Obviously, there's you so to think about that wild card there, but. Um, I can just see them like shaking hands or something at the end, being like, "Yeah, well done, good luck, see you in a few weeks" or something like that. I, I was yeah. thinking, does Cody need a bit of? I say a bit of a beat down because he's not obviously he had the um the attack from Rollins that to to write him off for the for the torn peck and everything, but mm -hmm. he's not really had a you know a beat down that kind of the bloodline has sort of. Has almost been their mo for the last two, two, three years, or or whatever. So could it be, you know, yeah, like you say, Sammy's getting a bit of a beat down. Cody comes out, but then the numbers just catch up on on him. Well, and he just takes a bit of a takes a bit of a beating just to. I'm not saying that you know that will happen, or I think that will happen, or what have you. But I think that the issue with the issue with keeping both. Cody and Roman both looking invincible up towards Mania. It, I don't know. I like to see that there's there's a bit of a chink in in the armor almost because even Roman in this whole you know nearly thousand day reign or whatever, there have been moments where you know he's looked up at the lights at the end of a show after KO's stunned him, or you know it's something yes. like just something like that. It doesn't always need to be that they're both standing standing tall sort of thing um yeah just just wondering if that's a if that's an option well there has to be at some point uh cody Rhodes getting beat down as you say he's come across as basically invincible at this point where he's he's literally got a hundred percent match record at the moment since he's come back so that needs to change for sure he is human and roman is a bigger guy. I mean, you can tell in a fight, I feel like Cody has that resilience, but Roman is the bigger guy and should beat him. Cody Rhodes has looked like invin invincible. He's had a 100% win record since he's come back, and they need to show that he is human. As I say, Roman Reigns is someone who, in a real fight, looks like he probably could take Cody. No bother. 
Um, Cody does have that resilience about him, as he saw the Hell in a Cell. And I think he's one of those, he will never die sort of people. So that's probably where Roman will just get frustrated and he'll make a mistake, which will lead to Cody getting the win. But before we get there, uh, as they seem to have completely disrespected his wrestle- his opponent for this weekend, which is uh, something I'll get to, it's the main event of Elimination Chamber. It's Sami Zayn fighting for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship in his hometown of Montreal against Roman Reigns. Is there any chance that something might happen that we don't expect, i.e. Sami Zayn wins? Not for both belts. For uh, me. Uh, yeah, no. Um, like, same as Stu. Not, not for... Not for both belts. Someone did point out to me, and I missed this, and I haven't gone back and said it, but I haven't gone back to to rewatch it to see if it was right. But two people actually pointed out, and that was that Sami Zayn is very good at promos and very rarely slips up. But on SmackDown, apparently, he just said the Universal Championship. He didn't say that. Un- he didn't say the undisputed. Um. But I don't know if that I I literally don't I haven't been back to look at it myself. I don't know if that means anything at all. And would would that be the one that range drops? The one that he's held for well most of my life. No. Um, that, that's not gonna be the one he drops, is it? I don't think anytime soon. No, it's just it's sad because I'm watching like I watched this video package where I had the Daniel Bryan monster package from Russell. Russell oh, I've seen that. It's brilliant. And this is Sami Zayn one. It looks amazing. And it just makes me sad because I'm like, after everything they've done with this guy, is this it? He's going to lose in his hometown, probably clean. And then we'll never see him in the title picture again. I really hope that if he doesn't win, that maybe there's something along the line which leads to a Cody Rhodes heel turn when he becomes champion and Sami fights him after WrestleMania. The whole build up to WrestleMania is Cody Rhodes. After that, could we see maybe Sami Zayn getting back in that title picture? I hope so. Yeah. I do hope so. And I think that Sami saying, I'm going to take everything from you, I don't think he's lying. If he doesn't do it at the Elimination Chamber, I firmly believe that he will help Cody Rhodes to beat Roman at WrestleMania. He'll come down and interfere. He'll do something. But mm. I think Sammy will have a hand in Roman losing everything. He has to. But as far as this match is concerned, Roman's going to win because he has to. He can't. He can't lose. He can't. Yeah. This is probably the most certain I've ever been that Roman Reigns was going to win a match since the last I think... time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only way, the only way Roman loses this match is in a way that like he did um previous Royal Rumble where he gets disqualified for ju- for just you know brutal like it was Seth wasn't it he didn't let go of the choke on on Seth and he technically lost the match but still came out looking you know dominant and didn't lose the title that that's the only way that I can see him actually not winning the match would be mm. he just takes out all of this anger that he has towards Sammy, you know, and after hitting him with a couple of spears or something and Sammy not quitting, Roman just gets a chair and absolutely brutalizes him with a with a chair and takes the DQ loss or something. But even that I can't I can't see. I think Reigns wins it cleanly. 
Oh. I think he's going to win it cleanly and then just put an absolute, absolute beat down on Sami Zayn afterwards because that gives Roman so much heat going into WrestleMania and mm-hmm. it makes Sami even more of a baby face. Yeah. yeah. And Paul Heyman being the stooge that he is at the end of SmackDown, of course, said that I've been on the phone to Roman Reigns and he doesn't want you or Jay um, on Raw or SmackDown. Not until Elimination Chamber, he doesn't want to see you. And he said, uh, just watch from home. Because sometimes you see things on television that you don't see live on air, which, of course, we're referring to Sami Zayn fist-pumping James Hill backstage after the show. And obviously none of them saw it, but Paul Heyman did, and he doesn't want to just outright grasp them up. So he's like, well, you just watch SmackDown for yourself and just, just see what happens when you don't have any sort of space in the arena when you're watching from the television just see how things are different hoping that it'll you know work out that sammy's still talking to jay um what do we feel like the interference from the usos and the bloodline will be in this match are they are they gonna go down if they're not gonna go down the route of um ko and sammy for example teaming up to the titles from from the usos do they do you know could they do something where it's you know sammy worms his way in enough to almost draw the usos away from roman and then cost the usos the tag titles potentially mm-hmm. and then they ha- it draw them draw them away from the bloodline enough so that they haven't got solos back up as well and then that makes them more vulnerable to something happening um because i i've got a feeling they're gonna eventually push down towards it kind of being roman and solo as the two um mm. but uh, i i don't know i'm uh, yeah i there's so many ways they could go with it uh, and i'm i've said before i'm not in i'm not in an agreement or i'm not favored towards it being a case where we see the usos split up because i just don't think that that works for me well um i think the elimination chamber night bloodline involvement has to end with either jay turning his back on sammy and super kicking him and joining in the bloodline beatdown or jay fully siding with sammy and leaving the bloodline which then in turn jimmy uso will also leave the bloodline because he's not going to pick roman over his twin brother when think back to when roman was fighting jay jimmy came down and chucked in the towel and and saved his brother so he what he clearly does anyway but he clearly thinks more of his twin brother like sammy said someone he shared the womb with and then by default does does their younger brother solo then go as well at some point i I don't know but i think the bloodline involvement has to end with jay picking his side yeah well it's that whole convincing thing where you've got this this incredible storyline it's such a good storyline and jay has this alignment with his brother as he said He's not there for his cousin. He's there to help his brother. If his brother is part of the bloodline and he needs help, then he'll help him. Reluctantly, but he'll help him. 
Um, and genuinely, the name Josh Fotu should be an Oscar nomination, right? Because he has been fantastic. And it's just a shame because, because it's wrestling, no one's going to pay any attention to it. But his acting has been absolutely top class. And it would be, if this was in an Avengers film, people would be talking about how brilliant it was. Yeah, agreed. If this was an if this was an Avengers film, Jey Uso is Hawkeye. He's the un, unsung hero. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. Um, but are we are we are we all going with a Roman win here? It's it's got to be. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, it has to be. Roman Reigns to still be champion after Elimination Chamber, setting up that match between Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and Sami Zayn will disappear. Um, I really hope he doesn't. Um, as I say, I just I want this year to be something that Sammy does win some kind of championship. You know, the whole plan all along was Cody Rhodes in the main event, I think, for the last year. So I feel like they're just going to go along with that, keep that happening, because that was the plan. And then after WrestleMania, maybe they'll have some plan, plans for Sami Zayn, because, you know, that's a whole storyline that they planned for like a year or something has finally happened. Um, just depends how how far in advance again from we said from the last podcast there kind of forward thinking what what's next attitude is kind mm. of you know that's that's what we need to see under this hunter creative don't we yeah again if you listen to what the fans want clearly the fans would love to see Sami Zayn win a world title so but we did mention in the previous podcast as well that it's not about titles this mismatch here this is you know the titles are there but he's about taking everything away from Roman. He just happens to be the champion. And that's what Sammy wants, because it's something that Roman is uh, holding very close to him, and he wants to take it away. Yeah. But I don't think I don't... being world champion is something that he's as bothered about. No, I agree. It's, it's take, it is taking everything away from Roman. That's mm-hmm. what he wants to achieve out of it. The, ti- yeah. the titles just, yeah, they just become secondary to that. Yeah. What kind of reactions are you going to get from the fans, Sammy? Sammy will get a hero's welcome, will he? Yeah. It'll be yeah, it'll yeah. blow the roof off. Yeah. And Very then if, if for whatever happens in that main event, KO's music plays because he comes yeah. to interfere or whatever, he'll he'll get a massive cheer as well. You remember John Cena at um, Chicago when he won the bank twenty eleven when yeah. he got the most hostile reception i've ever heard besides maybe at one night stand but i was gonna say one night stand yeah yeah you'll get that level of heat like you would get absolute oh my god like you won't even be able to hear the music yeah because of how much hit he's gonna get yeah yeah absolutely hopefully there's a few more matches added to the card obviously i do like the structure of that less matches but more focus on the quality of the match it's been good um, recently we probably should say to the guys listening that at time of recording, the Bobby Brock match ha- has been taken off the match card, which is probably why we're not predicting it. Um, but it could go back on there. I don't know. Well, yeah, because he didn't sign the contract officially. No. Um, but let's just say that since we're not going to be able to do the predictions later on, let's just say that match does go ahead. Um, and not at WrestleMania, goes ahead on Saturday. Who do we have winning? 
I, I'm going to jump in so that it looks like Johnny's catching me on this one because we know, <laughs> we both we we both said the same thing. Literally um, before you came on, Johnny, we said the same thing. It's okay. the same thing. Um, this is a Mania match that's going to happen at Mania. So to drag it out, there will be some sort of double disqualification, no contest, no contest. Spear, spear through a stage type thing that just draws Ooh. it and elongates it out so that they they face each other at Mania. I don't see there being an out and out winner if this match goes ahead. Or they might just have the contract signing on the show. Yeah, or maybe. that. Well, this is what I said to Stu just before you came on as well. That Bobby made the whole big deal, didn't he, about how he was going to get his lawyers to look at it? Blah 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 mm -hmm. blah. He could then sign it, and then Brock could come out looking like he's ready for a fight at Chamber. Bobby come out looking like he's ready for a fight, but Brock's actually got the contact contract in his hand, and he says to Bobby at Elimination Chamber, like, "Your lawyers obviously didn't read this properly because this match is for Mania. I'll see you then, and just go again." Mm -hmm. And they'll get about ten million dollars for that short appearance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's it's if it happens at Elimination Chamber, it's got to be a no contest. It's a mania match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So um, as usual, lads, thank you for being on the podcast today, talking about Elimination Chamber. Uh, we won't be doing a TikTok live, I don't think, this weekend, unfortunately. But we will catch it, and um, obviously, we'll do a recap. But um, I think we'll be watching it at our, at our own leisure this weekend. So uh, that'd be great. Um, but as usual, Stu, thank you for joining. Thank you. It's been a and pleasure, gentlemen. Us, thank you for joining as well. And uh, well, before we go, what's, uh, what's everyone's social media accounts? So you can find me at That Wrestling Guy at TWG1991 on TikTok, where you'll see all the wrestling stuff that i post and you'll find me jay wrestle talk on tiktok again loads of uh what i would say is great wrestling content so so go and have a look <laughs> and uh, you'll find me at johnny goldsmith on tiktok as well uh, but that is all we have time for on this edition of snapbacks and beards thank you everyone for the continued support don't forget to like share and subscribe as everyone says and uh we will see you later <laughs>